This broadcast is sponsored by Summit Bible College in Bakersfield, California. Welcome to the Summit Show. We are just chuckling it up right now in the studio. <laughs> we have we're having one of those laugh attacks right now. We are so happy Joy to be here. Oh, it's so fun. Um, so the air fun. is on. Yes. <laughs> it is what 113 degrees in Bakersfield, California today. It's hot. It's very hot. And so, air conditioner is a blessing from yes, the very Lord. Much Amen. So. Right. So we had a broadcast last week and we talked a lot about a lot of things we each shared. So I have Dr. Sherry with me again and Dr. Gypsy. Hello. We shared about our experiences at Summit, how each of us graduated, how each of us came along. And it was really great. And then we segued quickly into the Awaken Women's Conference, which we're going to spend some time talking about right now because there's a passion and a heart in an anointing behind it and so much favor wow lots just the favor is phenomenal yeah so the word anointing uh to me it just symbolizes like when the lord kisses something like it just feels like it's blessed yes amen and so we just got done with our catering appointment for the food and if you're in the bakersfield area you have got to know about this place because i'm sad to say that i didn't know about it until now Right. Uh, two fat sandwiches. People know about two fat sandwiches. They're great. But they think it's only a sandwich shop. Mm-hmm. I did. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Classy Catering mm-hmm. uh, is Two Fats Catering Company. And Andrea is the owner, and she's the one that runs it. And, and she's phenomenal. Oh, what a blessing she is. Total right? blessing. So let's just give a little bit of a plug for her because she's awesome. She absolutely is amazing. And the food was delicious, like the fresh barbecue and the just you wouldn't expect. So it was kind of funny because when I was coming and I told my husband I was coming for a taste testing. He's like, oh, you're going to be hungry when you come home. You're probably just going to get those little sandwiches or something like those little cucumber sandwiches or whatever. And uh, I started laughing. So I sent him a picture. And of course, it was like the pulled beef and the tri-tip. And it was just absolutely amazing. And she was so generous. The favor. Let me show you. Let me tell you real quick how God is so amazing because she had just talked about how she wasn't really going to church, but she loved God. She believed in God. She was praying, and how uh, she had just started reading her Joyce Myers today. I think or yesterday was it? Sherry she mentioned, and um, so she decided that she once she realized who we were at Summit Bible College, we told her that she decided to go ahead and donate the the plates and some other like the silverware yeah, and stuff like that. Just like to she bless was us. just to bless us because and she wasn't expecting anything in return. But if you know anything about sowing, you know that when you sow into good ground, God blesses you. And we know that we're good ground here at Summit Bible College. And so the fact that she sowed into us is going to reap a, be- a beneficial a bountiful harvest upon her in this season (laughs) and so she was so blessed Uh, we were blessed by her and we were able to pray for her and you could just feel the presence of God like it was Mm -hmm. a divine moment and we had to remind her that it was a divine moment that God loved her so much that he orchestrated that specific time just for her we thought it was for us, but I really feel like it was for her. And when she when she realizes that, when she finally when that light bulb goes on and that she uh-huh realizes that moment, exactly, yeah. it's going to be amazing to her. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, she's going to be a true one hundred percent believer. Absolutely, and she's just going to be encouraged in knowing that God loves her right where she's at. So whether you go to church or not, it's not about that. Mm-mm. It is about the relationship that you have with Jesus. I am not discounting church at all by any means. I absolutely believe in you know getting into church and getting connected and getting but I've had more encounters with God in my own living room than I've ever had in a church service mm-hmm. so you can absolutely build that relationship at home with people that you love your you know and just have that relationship with Jesus at home or when someone walks into your restaurant absolutely you just, just like that that's it so what's her information for people 
So if you want to get connected with her, which she's absolutely amazing, she has incredible prices, and her food is just like the home-cooked food, yeah. right? Like the barbecue, was like the, what was yeah. it, the macaroni cheese? The some, cheesy potatoes. Oh, gosh, cheesy it was potatoes. delicious. So for catering, you can call her at 661-631-8401, and that is in Bakersfield, California, and her name is Andrea, and she's amazing. She has a really great price. So she does weddings as well, uh, reunions, business meetings, company events. She works with schools, so yeah. she's doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, it was such a great, it was such a great meeting. So we just got done doing that because we are getting our food menu uh, set up for the conference. So if you're in this area, if you're willing to travel, you should be willing to travel. Come to Bakersfield for the Awaken Women's Conference. You can find the information on our social media at Summit Bible College on Instagram, on Facebook, and just our general website has tons of information on it. Not only does it have the flyer for the Awakens Women Conference, but it has information about our programs, summitbiblecollege.com. The conference is Sunday, October 9th um, from 12 to 5. So it's kind of a different time. We're going to start with lunch mm-hmm. and worship, and then we're going to have amazing teaching. Uh, Dr. Gypsy is going to be teaching. She was the one that was just speaking. Dr. Sherry's teaching. We have uh, Dr. Sherry Rose from Wellspring Personal Development, who I had a couple weeks ago on the show. She's phenomenal. She's going to be teaching, and I'm going to be teaching as well. And we're just going to come together. We're going to pray for you. We're going to allow this to be an opportunity where God can meet you. But I think the real premise of the show, if ladies, if you, I don't know if you want to turn to your Bibles or just kind of get that Matthew 25 scripture on your heart right now, you've read it enough over the last several weeks mm-hmm. to know the premise of the chapter of the book. Um, but I was reading Matthew 25 uh, several months back, and it talks about the parable of the ten virgins. And, and this is the ahead. Passion Translation is a really good, that's where we actually, we put on the flyers because it was such a powerful, just the way everything was enunciated was really good. So whatever your, whatever your choice of, you know, Bible is, use that, but this is the one that we used for the, the actual flyer. Yeah, so we have this uh, quote on the flyer. Uh, from verse 6 and in the Passion Translation um, I'll read it in a, in a moment I'm actually going to start at the top because I want people to get a little bit of a context for it so I'll go ahead and start reading um, Matthew 25 starting with verse 1 I'm reading from the New Living Translation but I'll interject um, uh, in the Passion Translation as well uh, toward the end the kingdom of heaven will be like ten bridesmaids who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom five of them were foolish and five were wise The five who were foolish didn't take enough olive oil for their lamps, but the other five were wise enough to take along extra oil. When the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, they were roused by the shout, Look, the bridegroom is coming. Come out and meet him. So that's the verse that we used for the flyer, and it's in verse 6. Do you have that open, um, Gypsy, in the Passion Translation? I do. What does it say in verse 6? And 6, it says, Then suddenly, in the middle of the night, they were awakened by the shout, Get up, the bridegroom is here. Come out and have an encounter with him. Yeah, so, you know, there's elements to the scripture that are really causing us to recognize that at any moment of time, Jesus can come back. Mm-hmm. Yes. But even outside of that urgency, there's just a general urgency that each of us should have in our life on the daily to have an encounter with Jesus. And I think that that's what's special about this conference is that I really believe that there's been a lot of fear that has tried to trample the body of Christ. There's been a lot of fear that has tried to choke out the body of Christ. And people have spent their resources and their um, energy on 
getting themselves prepared for doomsday. It's a spirit over the entire country that's <laughs> been released, and so everybody's feeling it right now. Yeah, and I think, I feel like at least I'm coming out of it. I don't know if it's just because of my personal seeking of the Lord in prayer. I would, I would hope that that's why, because I believe that God brings results when we're in his presence. But outside of that, something could be shifting. Um, I think people are starting to recognize, at least people I'm having conversations with, Mm -hmm. um, that our resources aren't supposed to be put into things that are perishable. Right. Um, You know, and Sherry had something that she really, an element that she added to the conference that um, I think she's adding a lot to it. But one of the things that you said was the time is now. What was that like for you when you, when you had that, when you read the scripture, what was it that kind of um, popped out at you? Um, I have to say that whenever whenever we were discussing it, which I absolutely loved our time together, yes. uh, when I thought about it, I went home and I thought about it and prayed about it and because I knew that we needed a little subtitle, and I just asked the Lord if he could you know if he could maybe show me or give me something a tid you know a tidbit or a nugget of something that I can share with the ladies because I felt at that point in time I really hadn't. You know, did my two put my two cents in for some reason? It's it's a me thing, um, but uh, all and then immediately, immediately, the time is now, and I'm thinking to myself, the time is now <laughs> because there, there is a sense of urgency. Yes. there really is in this time that we're living in. There's a sense of urgency, absolutely. But when he told you know when he shared that with me, when the Lord shared that with me and stuff, I was a little bit I I didn't. I, I never understand that it's him at first, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I'm thinking this is in my own head. But then I, ever, I, I reread the um, the verse and I thought about everything that we had talked about, and I said, "This is it. This at the time is now. Mm-hmm. We need to be prepared now, right now." And, and you know, and there's no. What, what if Jesus were to come right now? You need to ask yourself: Am I prepared? Am I, am ready? I ready? Because half of us are going to say, we think that we are. Mm, we need to know that we are. We can't mm-hmm. think. So mm-hmm. and that's that was my little two cents. <laughs> well, I love it. I love the, the time is now aspect of it. Because just like you read, Gypsy, when you opened with verse 6, you used the word suddenly. Um, when I hear the word suddenly, I feel like that creates an urgency in me. And that's mm-hmm. the whole reason why I feel like the Lord is, is doing this conference is because when I read this scripture, I felt so deeply convicted by this scripture personally when I was reading it. And I asked myself the question, am I ready? Am I prepared? Um, At the time, this was like several months back. We're in um, September. I would say that it was probably like April or May when I initially had this and at the time, I was being very, like, attacked by fear because I think that something I've recognized is there's a difference between fear that's innately given to us for mm-hmm. protection. Right. And it's something that we have in our humanity. That's something that can be used to keep us on guard and mm-hmm. discerning. But then there's a spirit of fear. Right. And a spirit of fear is what's spoken about in Scripture um, in Second Timothy one seven, it says, "For God has not given you a spirit of fear, right. but of power, love, and a sound mind." And so, I was having these experiences where I was feeling um, shaky in my faith. You know, not like I was having a faith crisis per se, but it was more so like 
I felt like there was elements of my walk at that time. You know, I was also, I have a baby that's going to be about one years old. And I was also going through a lot of challenges back in April with my health and different things um, that created confusion in my psyche. Um, I was having like sort of a chemical imbalance. But all of that, outside of just the physical, it was very spiritual. And mm-hmm. the enemy tries to come against us when we're our most vulnerable. Right. Physically, if we're struggling with something, oftentimes we'll feel like we're being challenged spiritually as well. Because when we're physically challenged, it's easy for us to let our guard down. Right. Because we get weak in the flesh. Mm-hmm. And I was weak in the flesh. And I felt like I was kind of on sand. Like, in some elements of my faith, like, I didn't feel that I had the courage. I didn't feel that I had the boldness. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't feel that I had the certainty. So there's things in Christ that we're supposed to have, right? We're supposed to be bold and we're supposed to have courage and we're supposed to have faith and we're supposed to, it doesn't mean that we're always going to have like the highest amounts of those qualities, but in Christ Jesus, when we received him as our Lord and Savior, we received his spirit. Right. And his spirit carries, his spirit has the embodiment. His spirit is the embodiment of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control. And his spirit embodies other qualities like courage and boldness and having these um, this ability to be unwavering in circumstances that are really destined to shake us up mm-hmm. and it's it's okay if we're shaken we get shaken at times it shows us it reveals to us if we're standing on something that isn't christ right and it reveals us opportunities to correct our footing mm-hmm. and i was in that place and when i read this scripture i really felt um two experiences i felt conviction about getting myself ready mm-hmm. and i felt hope Amen. I felt like this scripture is one of hope and one of, of, um, you know, like it says in Jeremiah 29, 11, like I have plans to prosper you. Like, I feel like this scripture is something that he's calling us to pay attention to. What is the oil and what is the fire? What are the resources that we have as Christians? What is it that we can be doing to Mm -hmm. fan the flame within ourselves of the gifts that God has given us and not just the gifts like like last week two weeks ago I had Dr. Sherry Rose on the show we talked all about Christ-like character and it was such a great episode because a lot of people do talk about gifts and people do like worship gifts mm-hmm. and it's super sad um, because you could be the most gifted person in the entire world and have the worst character yep. ever and Christ does not care about our gifts no well, he, he says the gift without repentance. So that's why that I always struggle with that, too. It's like, God, how can they, this person have all these gifts and abilities and have such a crummy character? And they're living in sin and they're doing all these things. And because Romans tells us that the gifts are without repentance. So he gave those to us before birth. So we were gifted with those mm-hmm. things. So he doesn't take those things away from us. So we can still operate in those gifts and still have poor character. Yeah, and... You know, Tyler was on the show, too, and we talked a lot about how you could be gifted and you can have all these leadership qualities and stuff, but all of us face those challenges in our life where we get stripped. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. maybe the Lord has somebody um, <laughs> in an organization where they're the MVP, they're the most valuable player, they're the ones that are the point person, and you know what? 
at some point God is going to change things up and he's going to put someone else in the number one spot. I mean, just look at the way that the world is like, even in the world, like there's America's next top model. And then 10 years down the road, there's going to be someone else like, because the world in the way that life goes, whether you're in the Lord or not in the Lord, is that it, it will humble you. Mm-hmm. And God uses those things to humble us. And he wants our character to be rich. And he wants us to be people that no matter if we're out in front, no matter if we're playing the horn or singing the song or preaching the message or whatever we're doing, he wants us to be people that resemble him, that look like him, that reflect him. And so I think that this conference is something that is timely. I think that it's a long time coming. Um, it's been a long time since women have gathered together and had a conference like this. You know, mm-hmm. when COVID happened, it kind of paralyzed a lot of people and it paralyzed the move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It paralyzes the move of God. Well, and speaking of move, that is my heart that this isn't just another conference because I was convicted once upon a time of being that person that went from conference to conference, right? They call them church hoppers and there's conference hoppers and you know, Facebook, you know, platform, you know, broadcast hoppers. And, um, but went from conference to conference, constantly looking for a word, constantly looking for that affirmation, constantly looking for that confirmation that God had truly called me, that God was truly doing a thing. And I was always craving that encounter with him, not realizing that I could have that in my own living room. I didn't have to actually, I mean, it's easier when you're in an area of, um, for example, in the prophetic, if there's a, a bunch of people that are prophetic and the spirit of God is moving in there, it's easier to operate in your gifts that way. Um, but so I don't, my heart here is that I don't want to be seen at all. I, I don't care if anybody knows my name. I don't care if they know where I live. I don't care if anybody knows anything about me. I truly want people to encounter the love of God because that's what changes us. I want people to, I want women to come here, you know, and be able to feel free enough to that the Holy Spirit will come mm-hmm. and he'll meet us there and I believe that completely that he's going to meet us in that place um, you know one of my favorite favorite scriptures and I think I shared it with you g- girls is that you know so, uh, Psalms twenty five fourteen, and it says there's a secret place reserved for the lovers of God who sit near him and he reveals his secrets and promises and revelations too. So when we get into the presence of God, we don't need to go to conference to conference looking for confirmation. Mm-hmm. We get in his presence and he will reveal those secrets and promises to us because he's a good papa and he wants to reveal those things to us. So my heart for this conference is that as we enter into his presence, that we're going to create an environment of worship for him. This is going to be for him. So, and I feel the anointing on it as I'm saying that. It's not for the women. It is. It is. It That's is for the women. <laughs> but I feel like this is going to be a, a, a moment for him, a place of worship for him, where we come together and we say, God, we love you more than anything else. We love you. We don't know what to do with our lives because we've made a total mess of it and we need your help. Like, I'm nothing without you. Absolutely. And I, and I want people to walk away marked by the love of God, knowing that they are called, that they are equipped. And, and you know, just really quickly when you're talking about the scripture in Matthew, for me, not just Jesus coming back and saving us, right? That's not, my mind goes there, but my heart also goes with, what are we doing right now with the gifts that God's called us to do, right? So we need to learn to do things afraid. And that's one of the things that I'm going to be talking about in the conference is that, um, you know, we need to start stepping out in faith and doing what God's called us to do, even when we're afraid. So that being prepared is also being prepared for what God's called you to do right now in this moment, no matter how long it is before he comes, that we are prepared, that we're moving and doing and being faithful and obedient to what he's called us to do. Amen. 
100%. I, when you were saying it's for God, I just got this picture in my heart of people, the women at the conference, paying attention to God. Mm-hmm. And I feel like God is, he's so worthy of our time. Yeah. He's so worthy of our devotion. He's so worthy of our affection. Mm-hmm. And we are so not giving it to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're so unworthy. Yeah. Yeah, but even just even the word unworthy, I know in the natural we are, but but for my train of thought, I totally hear what you're saying. Sherry, but for my train of thought, it's not even that we're unworthy because by the blood of Jesus, we are. It's Amen. just that yes. we're not paying attention to him. It's just that we're the, not spending that intimate time with him. He, he desires that time with us. Right. He, and I, this is a word I want to just release over you. He misses you. Everyone listening to me right now under the sound of my voice, I want to tell you right now, the Lord is saying, I miss you. I miss you. I miss spending time with you. I miss our times together. I miss loving on you. I miss adoring you. I miss hugging you. And I miss speaking into your life. He misses us. He misses us more than we miss him. And it's like a a good father that's calling out to us. And I know for a lot of people that's hard to identify with because maybe you didn't have a good earthly father. But he's not like that. He is a good papa. And he misses us, and he's calling us back. And that's what that drawing is by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is drawing us back to him, back to the purity of the gospel, back to the simplicity of the gospel, and not a conference, and not a meeting, and not a seminar, and not those things, but just a love encounter with Jesus. That's what that's what this is for me. It's going to be a love encounter for him, to him, for him. Amen. Yeah, you know, it says this quote by Jennifer LeClaire. I don't know who she is, but I found She's this. She's amazing. Prophetic oh, you know her? Yeah, I used to be under her leadership for a while. Do you know her? I, yeah. Well, not. I haven't met her in person, but I was under her um, prophetic. She has a prophetic program that she runs. Oh, I've never even heard of her, but mm-hmm. she said this on Facebook the other day or Instagram. Don't be too quick to advertise what God whispers in your hearts in the secret place. Some things are sacred. Mm-hmm. Amen. And I feel like this is like the season or the culture of advertisement. Like we're advertising everything. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's why I didn't, I was so resistant to get back on radio again because it just felt so initially felt so like disingenuous. Like I just felt like I had to rediscover what it looks like to do that in a place where I'm not on the same rat race as mm-hmm. everybody else is. And it's like, and I kind of just took the pressure off myself and just said, hey, Wilkins Radio is an amazing outlet because they're running the show. They're broadcasting this message through several different states and several different communities and stations. And so I'm like, I don't have to put the pressure on myself to like, mm-hmm. to you know, to advertise it or anything. Like I'm not even doing a lot on my own personal platform or social media. And it's not even called the Caitlin Hashim That's show. why I quit doing mine for the same reason. Everybody started doing, I started doing it on Facebook, all the lives and all the stuff through Voices of Hope. And then I started seeing a bunch of other people popping up. I'm not saying I started that. I certainly didn't. But there was more people started doing the same thing I was doing. I'm like, I, I don't want to do that. Like, I want to do something different. I don't want to do yeah, what I'm not unique. a follower. Yeah. I don't want to do what everybody's doing. So I pulled away because I'm not going to be that person up there. I, I don't care about being seen. I just want to do what God's called me to do. That's it. Amen. Yeah. But all that to say, um, I think that what I feel like for this conference as you're talking, Gypsy, is that, like, we just need to get back to that undevoted 
like our first love our first love that's what it's about our first love but sherry you know gypsy and i have been conversing (laughs) quite a bit we have five minutes left what is on your heart as we as we talk about all this stuff is there something that you would like to share something that's on your heart um about what you're excited about teaching at the conference because i know you're teaching and we we asked you to teach but it's something that you're well equipped for and you have this ability to connect with people in a way that's unique to anyone I've ever met mm-hmm. because you're relatable in a way that's unique and your testimony is that you came to the Lord later in life right um, yeah. which I was 53 when yeah. I came to the Lord yes and that was through some experiences um, having to do with my son I don't want to reveal it but I'll you know that's I'm going to save it for the conference but um, yeah, and so 53 years of my life, you know, they're, um, I'm living in the world and, you know, barely keeping my head above water. And um, Look how God redeemed all the oh time. Oh, my gosh. And, and it's, been ama- it's been amazing. It's been totally amazing. I look back and I see where he had his hand in those areas where I was broken and, and lost. And he had his hand over me. He had his hand on me. He had his arms around me the whole entire time. I just mm-hmm. never saw it. And so, um, yeah, and then I'm, I'm, I'm new, I, you know, I'm new in my walk. I'm four and a half years old. And, but um, you're so wise and mature because everything that you went through has brought you to where you are now. So even though you say four years of salvation, you, the God, hand mm-hmm. of God has been on you the entire mm-hmm. time. So you carry a lot of he wisdom. That you. you. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely put me on a fast track. Yes, and that's what he does because he's a good papa, so it's never too late for any of us. Not all of us were raised in church. I certainly was not. I didn't come to the Lord till later, so... Well, and I know that um, I will be. I um, I prayed and asked what you know what what it was that I was supposed to be talking about, and he revealed to me. Um, he revealed, he revealed to me um, forgiveness, and um, and I and I was uh, I thought okay, you know, there's there's some things in my life that I, that I would have to share in order to for the, everybody to be able to understand the forgiveness part of what mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. And I thought, okay, I can do that. That's not a problem. And then, like I was talking to you girls the other day, it's gone beyond that. God wants you to reveal a lot more. You're like, he no. Does, he does. Well, and that's just it. He gave me a vision, like I shared with you guys, of a trench coat, an open trench coat. I'm sure we all know what that means. <laughs> anyway, there was nothing There was nothing in it. <laughs> it was just an open trench. Exposing yourself in a, in a spiritual way where you're being so. vulnerable and you're you're sharing what God's done in your I, life. And in I total, that's, yeah. I'm totally fighting. I was totally fighting him on that and I said I cannot do that I cannot do that um, he has since then um, with with help with from Gypsy Gypsy talked to me a little bit and and Caitlin has talked to me a little bit and um, yeah with with that yes there's there's going to be definite 100% transparency on my part there's going to be exposure of things I've never shared with other people maybe a couple here and a couple there but um, never to a room full of women. So. But it's going to be powerful and set people free. You watch. Because it's going to be people amazing. need to do the same thing. Yeah, you're doing absolutely. it because you're encouraging well, others. I'm yeah. encouraging others and also, and it's it's going to be all, it, it's going to be, it'll all come back around to where you guys all, all understand and see what the Lord has done, you know, in my life. Mm-hmm. And so. what he can do for any of us. All of as us. As long as we, it doesn't matter how old you are. Whenever you just say, God, I'm here. What do you want from me? That's it. That's it. It's that simple. 
Well, so now you know. It's time for you. It's time for you to go online and register for the Awaken Conference. It is. We hope Absolutely. that you enjoyed the conversation that we got to have centered on this today, and we hope that you'll go to summitbiblecollege.com and check out the classes that we have coming up for the fall quarter, which begins September 26th. We have amazing classes coming up. We're offering classes on uh, systematic theology. Is one of the online classes that we're doing. We're doing an end times course taught by Pastor Brandon Holthouse. We're doing two local classes, one of them being the Christian Counselor, Healing and wholeness which i'm really excited about i'm actually going to be teaching that but i'm facilitating several speakers to come in to be covering different topics within the healing and wholeness book which is called doing learning to do what jesus did we have some prophetic classes as well too that we offer yes we do you're Mm -hmm. heading that program up yes yeah, yeah, so I'm excited about that. So for those that are the more New Testament, <laughs> we got you covered. Yes, yeah, so go to the website, summitbiblecollege.com. You can download a catalog for free, mm-hmm. and you can find all the information there. We love you guys so much. We Thank bless you. you. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Bye. God bless. This broadcast is sponsored by Summit Bible College in Bakersfield, California.